Good morning. It is Friday. Fresh Podcast Friday. Friday, August 6th, 7 a.m. Coming to you outside of Philadelphia, USA, baby. Got my coffee. Doing a little bit of sports research. Seeing some highlights. This is how I like to start my day. Want to get a uh, fresh podcast out for Friday because why not? Uh, there's a lot of stuff been going on that I wanted to cover. Some exciting things. Um, we got some new developments with our brand as well. Um, if you guys do enjoy the podcasts, we are bringing on another uh, football podcast. So that should be in the works uh, coming this season. Um, one of our buddies, Dave, I think he's going to bring on a, a, a podcast for a weekly uh, NFL scoop, betting, gambling, all that kind of stuff. So stay tuned for that as that continues to develop. Um, we got some stories here today that I wanted to cover. First one. Well, f- first off, this whole point of the show is to be, you know, looking at s- stories outside of sports that relate to sports, things that other people won't cover. Okay? And given sometimes the graphic nature of these stories, typical TV, radio won't cover it. But this is what's going on. This is actually happening. This is real life. These are decisions made by people that are in the limelight, people that your kids look up to. So it's important that you understand what's going on. Okay? First one is in regards to Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson is the, uh, I guess he's the current uh, Houston Texans quarterback. Okay? He has been alleged to have multiple uh, encounters, sexual encounters with women uh, that he, that they have claimed he has um, crossed the line, done some unsavory things. This woman, Nia Lewis, she went on a podcast uh, recently and she wanted to tell her side of the story in regards to what happened when she was called to give Deshaun Watson a massage. Now, the Houston Police Department wants to speak with Naya after making these allegations. And these allegations went viral a couple days ago uh, because of the nature of kind of what she said, how she said it. So now the police are after, not after her, they want to speak with her because um, of what she said. Now I'm just going to play a little clip of what she said. And again, this is Deshaun Watson called her to give a massage to him. And this is how Naya explained uh, how it went. The thing that really bothered me in the first appointment is he kept asking me to go inside of his butt. And I was just so confused. Normally on my male clients, well, any of my clients, I'll stop at the lower thigh Okay. And, you know, just some people just don't like their buttocks touched. And so I'll stop at the lower thigh. He kept asking me to go inside. Like, and so I was... The, like, the crack or the hole? I originally thought it was the crack. Okay. And so I go around that area, 
and he still wasn't satisfied. And he kept, he was very adamant and he would say, don't be afraid to go inside. And in my mind, I'm like, there's nothing further. There's nowhere I can go unless it's inside of his anus. Okay. And it, it, it just totally. So that was her recount. Ain't got nowhere else to go but inside. Finger popping each other's assholes. That's pretty uh, pretty gross if you ask me. So, again, none of this has been found to be true. But if it quacks like a duck, walks like a duck, it's probably going to be a duck. This has just been one of the accounts from, I think it's up to over, it's over 20 women. And they have all... Had the uh, same experience. They he's reached out to them via Instagram message, um, and texted them, got their information, and set up a appointment. So it's been the same thing. You know, a predator kind of has the same way about going things. So I'm not saying he's guilty. I'm definitely not saying he's innocent. But uh, if you look at all the facts or what's being presented, it's kind of important to see what's going on. And that's what we want to do here. We want to cover those uncomfortable topics because that's what's going on. And you know what? If it's not bad enough, Deshaun Watson is in talks with the Philadelphia Eagles, your birds. They are looking to possibly acquire him. Isn't that crazy? Think about something that you got fired for at work. Can you imagine another another job taking you or another client taking you? This? I, I don't understand. How, how are you going to try and bring him to your team after all this is going on? So, Eagles, don't know what you're thinking. Again, this could be all hearsay, but, but, no pun intended. That's what's been going on. So, we'll see kind of how that pans out in the next couple days. Next story, Cubs. The Cubs get approval from Commission of Chicago Landmarks, because Wrigley Field is a landmark, to build DraftKings Sportsbook at Wrigley Field. It was a unanimous decision. So, Wrigley Field, outside Wrigley World. It used to be Wrigley, Wrigleyville, now it's Wrigley World because of the monstrosities of hotels and gaming places and bowling alleys and movie theaters. They're going to have a sports book out there now, which is pretty cool because we all love to gamble. Most people that listen to this love to gamble. But it's going to go up. It's going to be a glass-walled sports book. It's going to be located on Addison and Sheffield. That's where I used to live, right there, Sheffield and Addison. Again, Sheffield Shuffler, shout out. Um, It still needs required approval from the city council and the Illinois Gaming Board, but it doesn't look like it's going to be an issue. And a Cubs spokesperson, Julian Green, had this to say about the sports book. While the game of baseball has largely been the same for the last 150 years, the fans have changed. Green said this in an email after the commission's decision on Thursday, yesterday. The way we consume baseball is different through emerging technology and content platforms. Sports wagering is becoming a big part of that, a big part of that change. And this sports book will allow us to connect fans to the game in new ways. 
basically, it's a new revenue stream. We're going to fleece all of these drunk kids in Wrigleyville. Listen, I used to live in Wrigleyville for three and a half years. Everybody is slosh. It's a, it's a younger town, and it's a lot different than it was before because it's now it's very corporate and built up. But this is going to be dangerous. Okay, the demographic of people that live in Wrigleyville, 23 to 26, 27. Majority, right? It's You get out of college and you move to Wrigleyville. Okay, that's what I did. It's what thousands of people do. Now there's going to be a sports book right outside of the stadium. And I'm all for it. I think this is great. I love gambling, love baseball, love the fact that there's a cool sports book that you can go and watch the games and, you know, bet. I think that's really cool. But man, these kids, the kids that are there are going to get fleeced for their rent money. It's going to be funny. So keep an eye on that. Pretty cool though. Sports gambling, sports book, Wrigley Field, historic landmark. Let's go. Another uncomfortable topic that we have to discuss. Trevor Bauer, talked about this before. Trevor Bauer gets another administrative leave extended. This has been extended four times now in seven day increments. Okay. He's still getting paid as the investigation continues. Now, if you don't remember, I covered this in a previous podcast, a little bit of the details about Trevor Bauer. Okay. Trevor Bauer has been alleged to have non-consensual acts with a woman. Um, she alleges that Trevor Bauer choked her unconscious and then penetrated her anally without consent in April. And again, I know some of this stuff is gruesome and uh, graphic, but that's what we want to do. We want to cover these these topics that nobody's covering. You're not going to get these details unless you seek it out. No one's covering it. No one's covering this on on Sports Center. No one's giving you the details, right? They're just telling you someone was alleged, and you kind of just brush by it. Okay. Here's the facts. This is from Sports Illustrated. This is coming coming from a reliable source. Um, like I said, he's still receiving about $1.5 million a week, um, and he was alleged, like I said, to have non-consensual sex, um, that he choked her unconscious and then penetrated her anally in April. A similar incident also happened again in May, when that same woman said Bauer choked her out unconscious. When she regained consciousness, uh, the pitcher repeatedly punched her in the head, and she ended up in the emergency room due to severe trauma. Okay, The Pasadena police and the league are still continuing the investigation. Uh, however, Trevor Bauer's lawyer released some text messages earlier this week to counter that woman's argument. Um, and him, him and his legal team have consistently argued that the interactions were always consensual. Okay, And following that May incident the woman texted her cousin a photo of her injured face. The cousin responded, as long as it was consensual, I don't have to kill him. Kind of insinuating, well, if you wanted it, that's okay. As, as long as it was consensual, I don't have to beat his ass. The woman replied, it was consensual, but I didn't like the two black eyes. Look, 
he definitely took it too far, don't you think? So, she states that it was consensual, but feels like he took it too far. I'm not one to judge what people are into and stuff, but uh, as far as legalities and the law, I don't know how this pans out. I mean, you clearly state it was consensual, but he also beat your ass too. So, I don't know how this pans out, but I'm just trying to give some information so you guys can understand what's going on. Uh, she previously provided photos which showed her face visible, visibly bruised and swollen, including both of her eyes. Her uh, jaw was also swollen. She had a bloody lip, scratches on the side of her face. Um, so that's kind of going on <clears throat> with Trevor Bauer. And again, his ex administrative leave was extended again today for another seven days. So... We'll continue to monitor that story as he's one of the biggest pitchers. He's the highest paid pitcher this year. So if you think this is, you know, this doesn't, why are you saying this? He's the highest paid pitcher in Major League Baseball. This, this story is, you know, it makes sense. You need to know about this. This is the face, uh, not the face of baseball, but it's a huge, huge personality in baseball. So we need to get to the bottom of this. Javi Baez. Yesterday, Javi Baez. It's the first Met since two, since 1993 to strike out five times in a game. Now, if you guys remember, Javi Baez left my beloved Cubs uh, to go to Queens to play for the Mets uh, right before the trade deadline. Javi Baez, like I said, he brings the third highest swing and miss rate with him. That means he swings at a lot of garbage, as evident of yesterday. Like I said, since 1993, he's the first Met to strike out five times in a game. And he's only the sixth player to do it in franchise history. So, the thing with El Mago. El Mago is his nickname, by the way. Also, check out our store for some El Mago t-shirts. SheffieldShuffler.com. El Mago t-shirts are fire. Uh, they're in their Friday blacks, which look pretty dope. But that's what you're going to get with Hobby. You're going to get the magic. They just posted, uh, you know, videos and photos of, of the, his last game where he slid it home, did the swim move. You know, you're going to get a lot of magic out of him, but you're also going to get a lot of swing and misses. So you kind of take take the good with the bad in regards to Javi Baez. I love him. Wish him the best. El Mago, check out those shirts. The Mets have been coasting in first place for some time now. They are now a half a game ahead of the Phillies with an incredibly hard Schedule ahead of them. Today is August 6th. They're playing the Phillies till Sunday. Next weekend, they're playing the Dodgers. Three-game set. Then they play the Giants. Three-game set. Then they play the Dodgers. A four-game set. Then they play the Giants. A three-game set. They're playing the Dodgers and the Giants for like three weeks. And if you guys don't know, they're... The best teams, some of the best teams in baseball. So if I was the Mets, I would be nervous. Keep an eye on the NL East race because Phillies are coming up. Phillies are right on their tail, and this is going to be a tough stretch for the Mets. DeGrom's not back. We'll see what happens. Keep an eye on it, guys. It's going to be exciting. Uh, the Mets have also lost six of the last eight games right now. So they are on a skid, not looking great. For the Mets. Also want to cover some NL MVP candidates. 
Here are the here are the league leaders for the ML NL MVP. Okay, we got Fernando Tatis Jr., Max Muncie, Bryce Harper, Buster Posey, and Nick Castellanos. Bryce Harper looks like an underdog um, to win the NL MVP, guys. I'm going to put some money on uh, Bryce Harper. I think he's peaking. He's going to be peaking pretty soon. Keep an eye on Bryce. Those fighting fills. Like I told you, I, they're coming for that first place in NL, NL East. I think they're going to take the Mets. If we're looking at OPS for these NL MVPs, I mean, Tatis Jr., he's got a 1.024. It's ridiculous. Harper is right behind him with .979. As far as RBIs goes, Tatis has got 70 RBIs. The next closest is Muncie with 62. Uh, Posey, 35. Harper, 42. I mean, Tatis is just rolling in every category. Uh, He did hurt his shoulder. Don't know when he's going to be back. So that will determine, I think, uh, the outcome of the NL MVP. So keep an eye on those guys. Those guys are running this NL MVP candidates. Okay? (sighs) Cover back to the Cubs real quick. If you guys remember, the Cubs traded away their, uh, their entire infield. The other uh, the other day, right before the trade deadline, they traded Chris Bryant, third base, Javi Baez, shortstop, second base, Nico Horner went to the IL, and then Anthony Rizzo went to the Yankees. They literally did not have an infield when they traded everyone away. Here are some players, actual players, who played in the Cubs versus Rockies game yesterday. The Chicago Cubs, guys, the 2016 World Series champions. You know everyone on the team. You knew all the names. Who the fuck are these guys? These are actual players. I'm going to list them off. Who played in the game yesterday? Frank Schwindel. John Shui Fargus. His name's John Shui. J-O-N-J-O-H-N-E-S-H-W-Y. John Shui Fargus. Sergio Alcantara. We know that. Jake Jewell. Connor Joe, Jonathan Daza, Dom Nunez, and Antonio Sensella. Why is anybody going to watch this team? I, I mean, the, the Chicago Cubs are one of the most no, known teams in the MLB. Who the hell is going to watch those guys? Nobody. And they just got a network. They got the marquee network where you have to pay extra to watch Cubs games. Are you going to pay extra to watch freaking Frank Schwindel and John Shui Fargus? I don't think so. I don't even want to watch the Cubs. Who? I mean, who the hell are these guys? It's, I mean, they're irrelevant. It's, it's a freaking mess. So that is your Friday update for some stories that I wanted to cover. Last one, not really sports related, but just a sweet thing. Trey Parker and Matt Stone, the creators of South Park, they just signed a $900 million deal for six more seasons of South Park, which will run it through its 30th season all the way to 2027. It includes 14 movies and some video games too. 
$900 million. If you guys don't know, go look up Trey Parker and Matt Stone, who these guys are, okay? They took they took acid at the Academy Awards. Was it the Academy Awards? Academy Awards or uh, there was one for TV. Yeah. They wore dresses. They took ecstasy. These guys are hilarious. Okay? They tell stories about how uh, they were made fun of in high school. They were losers. I mean, if you look at them, they're like little grungy guys. They were probably nerdy in high school. They're almost billionaires now, guys, because they had a dream. They were consistent. They believed in each other. They they worked hard. Now they, they're almost billionaires. They have nine hundred million dollars to have a cartoon series they voice all these little cartoons they may i mean it's just awesome it's been going on it's going to be on its 30th season name another tv show that's gone 30 seasons i can't name one that's funnier than south park i can't you know the best thing about these guys is they're cancel proof do you know that uh the outlandish things that they have said or put on South Park. They've said some grotesque, unforgivable things, and it's hilarious. And they're cancel-proof. Nobody can can cancel them because they won't allow it. They do what they want. They say what they want. And they're still backed by a big network. Uh, they're on Comedy Central, but it looks like Paramount. Uh, Paramount Plus is going to be the new streaming platform for all these uh, new episodes. Cancel proof. These guys. Props to them. They're awesome. So, if you think you're a loser, or you got an idea, and you don't think it's possible, look at these guys. These are two schmucks, okay? Two schmucks who, who make a cartoon. $900 million, okay? So don't tell me you can't do it. It's been the Friday Fresh Friday Podcast. Appreciate it, guys. Keep a lookout for uh, new content from our social pages, TikTok, Instagram, Twitter. New podcasts will be dropping. I think I might do another one this weekend or next week with Evan. Evan just had a baby. He's been busy and sleeping. Like I said, we're going to bring on a new uh, new character, a new personality. I think we're getting our buddy Dave Going to bring on a uh, football podcast. So keep an eye on that. Continuing to grow. Appreciate the support. Have a great Friday. Kick today's ass. Let's freaking go. Shake that. Every day I'm shuffling.